At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. Yo, what up, folks? The day has finally arrived. The NFL draft in four hours from now will begin. We've got a lot to get to over the next hour. To help us break it down in 30 minutes, Chuck Esposito is going to be with us, the director of the sportsbook over at Red Rock. We're going to discuss everything NFL draft with him. Stations, one of the uh, aggressive, we'll call it, sports books out here in Las Vegas in terms of hanging up a lot of stuff for you to bet on before it had to be struck down yesterday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah, you can count on your thumb how many bookmakers in Vegas love the NFL draft. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Esposito. That's right. <laughs> He's the only one who gives it a thumbs up. Chuck uh, is very innovative and aggressive when it comes to putting up uh, draft props, and he did that again. He's going to have a draft party tonight at the Red Rock Sportsbook, and uh, – We'll talk with him in about 25 minutes. I think we should probably start with, I guess you can call it news, uh, the overnight move here. Uh, now, it's been heading this way for a really long time. Trayvon Walker, of course, out of Georgia, the first overall pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars. We've been hearing rumblings of this just a few days ago. He surpassed Aiden Hutchinson as the odds-on pick. Well, overnight, uh, he went from odds-on to odds-on. Uh, he is yeah. now the minus 450 favorite to go with the first overall selection in this year's draft. And it does seem that the, this is all but a lock that the way uh, defensive end out of Georgia is going to be the first pit name called. Yeah. I mean, when you look at him physically, you can understand why Trent Baalke, the Jaguars GM would uh, really prefer him over Aiden Hutchinson, but it's a close call. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the closer call is um, when you compare the top three defensive ends here is uh it's a it's a razor thin difference between these guys, and there might be some GMs out there who think Kayvon Thibodeau is the best prospect. So I know there are some who think Aiden Hutchinson is, and then uh, obviously the Jaguars believe it's Trayvon Walker. Uh, so you got Walker, Hutchinson, and Thibodeau, who uh, three edge rushers I think will be off the board in the top five, but we're going to get a sneak peek at JVT's mock draft 1.0. You want to see it? Let's let's look at it later. Let's later. Build, build the suspense. Okay, we'll build the suspense. I'll tell you this much. It's not your mother's mock draft, all right? I'll tell you that. My mom didn't do one this year. <laughs> okay, yeah. so that's factual. Um, <laughs> so I think that's pretty much it. The other, I think the other bit of news here that we should discuss really quickly when it comes to the NFL draft, because these are all very popular, of course, in terms of uh, the most oft-talked-about um, draft position props, things like that. The quarterback prop, though, the total number of quarterbacks going mm. in the first round to see what happened over at DraftKings. So this has yes. been everywhere. Yes. Um, right. It, it got to as high as like three and a half. It, you got in at what? Minus 175. Under. I got minus 188 on under three and a half over yeah. there. Um, 
I think if you look at it from the perspective of like some other people got really aggressive betting it over two and a half, well, we're at two and a half pick right now. It is two and a half minus 115 both sides for this DraftKings total quarterbacks going in the first round at last look. And it seems very much so. We just talked about this yesterday. The more and more you like read articles and lick your finger and test the figurative wins, it's two guys, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, whatever order, it does seem like it's going to be Willis. And that's it. And maybe a third guy sneaks in there. But I think the more you realize, like when you talk to every single quarterback evaluator, and I think nine out of 10 of them go, yeah, I don't know about these, this, I, maybe two of them in the first round. Like I have a first round grade on mm-hmm. maybe two. And you have people mocking four in the top 10. Was it and Maurice Jones drew? It seems more and more likely just like with Walker being the first overall pick that we're getting at the most three in the first round at the most. Yeah. Maurice Jones drew of NFL network, probably a nice guy, but uh, you lose all cre- credibility when you mock draft four quarterbacks in the top 10 yeah. of this draft. And, uh, Nobody's going to listen to any, anything you anything you say going forward if you make stupid predictions like that. But I will say that uh, I could see three. I've said this all along. I could see three quarterbacks in the first round. Three. Not yep. saying there should be, and there definitely shouldn't be four, but I could see three because you could see Malik Willis. You know the Steelers like him. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. probably going to go at some point. And then uh, – Anything can happen with those last four or five picks of the first round, especially when you have the Chiefs holding two picks, and that last pick of the first round belongs to the Lions. Oh, you could easily see a quarterback going at the end of the round, whether it's Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, who knows which quarterback a team might like better. But there, there's no way you can have four, and you're not going to have four in the top ten. Right. Come on. So uh, I think the Steelers will wait to see if they think Malik Willis is going to fall in their lap at number 20. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they get a little bit antsy and trade up for him. But, you know, Mitch Trubisky can be a serviceable quarterback that helps Steelers win for the next uh, couple years. Mike Tomlin, by the way, still has not had a losing season. And uh, Trubisky, actually, if you look at his numbers in Chicago, I think he took too much of the blame for the debacle that went down with the Bears. Now, he was not great. Yeah. But he also had a coach in Matt Nagy who was a dunce, and he didn't have really many playmakers around him and a bad offensive line. Uh, so I'm not going to count out Trubisky as a quarterback who can win, but you have to have somebody for the long-term future. And Maybe uh, Malik Willis is that guy in Pittsburgh. Let's look at this uh, tweet, JVT. I'll let you go ahead and uh, pronounce her name. Hadidi uh, Kinkabwala, who covers the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> She's done it for a while. I think I got that. No, name. She does a good job. For, She's a yeah, good NFL say, reporter. Yeah. She's a longtime Steelers, uh, like the reporter, NFL reporter, and so she well know. But Mike Tomlin, she says, spent a lot of time this year studying quarterback mobility. Tomlin sees Lamar Jackson up close. Malik Willis doesn't move like Lamar, but he's a better thrower. He's sharp, and with Mitchell Trubisky in town, he could sit and season, uh, as in like food, I suppose. Uh, do Carolina, Atlanta, and New Orleans all pass at him? You know, that's why I took a nine to one shot on uh, Willis to go to the Saints because they have two picks. And they might want to use one on a quarterback. Yeah, we have two picks, that's a luxury. And uh, you still need, I don't want to say you need, but you probably want a developmental quarterback behind Jameis Winston. Here's my question for you, but for a team uh-huh. like New Orleans, is if I'm New Orleans, this is how I would personally think. you got to have an offensive lineman for one. Well, like, oh, there's all sorts of stuff, right? right. Like, if I've got two first-round picks, I mean, you, you know, you're right. I, I want a quarterback of the future, but there's a very small chance I've got a decent quarterback on my roster mm-hmm. that could, in Jameis Winston. Why not just stock up the rest of the roster and next year when it comes around with what seems to be a better quarterback class, why not see where my cards stand there? Because by the time next year comes around, I could have a starting quarterback. James Winston could actually pan out. Well, I think he could pan out. You know, I like Winston. I think the, you know I the, do. the Saints can win with Winston. Uh, the, the thing is, you don't know how many times you're going to get a crack at a quarterback. Right. In the next year's draft, there might be teams that want to move up ahead of you and that you're not going to have that opportunity. I'll tell. I'll say this. I watched Malik Willis at his pro day. I wasn't really high on him, but I watched his workouts. You watched him help that homeless no. man. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say I had you minus five hundred <laughs> to say that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how could you not? <laughs> to me, it's just as important as a fifth year of control. I was really impressed with his arm strength. He's got by far the strongest arm of the quarterbacks. We're talking about his first round yeah. picks. I think his big time throw rate. I'll, I'll yeah. make sure, but like the Pro Football Focus metric, like it was like one of the best they've seen yeah. from a college quarterback. So that's what kind of uh, pushed me into Malik Willis's corner here. Where I, th- I think a team like the Steelers or the Saints would view him as a franchise potential franchise quarterback. He's got a great arm. He's got pretty good mobility. No, he's not Lamar Jackson, but who is? You know, nobody else is Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's got – Malik Willis has got accuracy issues, but he's a young quarterback. 
maybe that can be fixed with uh, proper coaching. He's also he also takes too many sacks. Mm-hmm. But again, he's a young quarterback, and uh, he needs a couple years to develop. Let's look at these numbers actually from Pro Football Focus. Uh, well, these are the ones we got up there. Are the uh, what's it called? Some traditional numbers. Yeah, since 2020 just, rushing yards, 2,263. The big time Fifth, throws. What what what's the definition of a big time throw? So so essentially, it's throws that are a little bit further downfield in tighter windows that would need a little bit more velocity accuracy. Is like at least that. 20 yards downfield? I, I, they don't. The official definition on the website doesn't have an, an okay. actual like yardage mark for big time throws. They break down throws by 20 or more yards, things like that. But a big time throw, at least the way that I have taken it and reading it is somewhat subjective, but they have their own parameters by which they put it in there. But 60 big time throws were first among the FBS quarterbacks. I was trying to big to find the big time throw rate, which is again, like to pass attempts, but still 60 is a lot to, to have 60 of them is really big. Yeah. That's a, by the way, since 2020, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. He's got 60 Malik Willis, 60 big time throws that ranks first among uh, division one quarterbacks rushing yards. He's got 2,200 plus, that would rank fifth among running backs mm-hmm. at the major college level. Uh, so Malik Willis has got the athletic ability. He's got the arm. He seems to be a pretty intelligent guy, too. By the way, uh, Santos, our producer, do we have the uh, Wonderlick scores? Uh, we were talking about those oh, a couple yeah, yeah. days ago. Malik Willis also scored well on the Wonderlick. Have you ever taken that, by the way? Oh, a while ago, and I yeah. forgot. I was going to take it for the show, and I completely spaced on taking it. I had to it. take that for a job interview yeah. in the um, – in the mid-90s, and uh, the Wonderlick, if you score somewhere in the 30s, that's respectable. Even in the high 20s, nobody's going to laugh at you. But the high score you get, you can get as a 50. And if you score in the teens, that's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Malik Willis scored, I think, 32 on the Wonderlick test, which is pretty good. Actually, if you look at the nine quarterbacks, nine or ten quarterbacks who uh, I think took the Wonderlick, who are uh, prospects in this draft, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Willis – no, no, the uh, – Somebody had to score three points higher than Willis. Oh, that was uh, Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky. Mm. He had the highest oh, yeah, yeah. Wonderlick score at 35. I think Willis had 32. You know which quarterback had the lowest? We go Matt Corral Matt of Ole Miss that was my guess. at 15. How about that? Sam Howe, North Carolina, 34. Willis, 32. There's a list right there. Carson Strong, Nevada, 22. Desmond Ritter, 19. Kenny Pickett, 17. Matt Corral, 15. I mean, if you're scoring in the teens on this, I scored somewhere in the, I think, mid to high 30s on this test when I took it uh, many years ago. If you're scoring in the teens, I think that's a red flag in terms of uh, quarterback evaluation. Yeah. Uh, so the official, by the way, the, their wording uh, for big time throws, pass with excellent ball location and timing, generally thrown further down the field into a tighter window. Okay. So it doesn't give you an actual um, uh, number in terms of how far downfield and his big throw rate. Uh, for the season last year was 10.1%. So that was pretty good. It's pretty good for uh, Malik Willis. Well, bottom line, a lot of money bet on this NFL draft. Yes. Uh, we're going to go out to uh, the Red Rock draft party tonight with Chuck Esposito. Check it out. I can't wait to get a look at JVT's top 10 in his mind. Oh, uh, it's going to rock your world, to tell you that much. Uh, also, you know, I'll hit on this on the other side, too. And I think there's also something we're missing because I think a lot of people, when we talk about this quarterback deal, right, the end of the first round, the Lions could really ruin it. You know, taking a quarterback with the 30 well, they could trade. Over. They could trade. They the could pick. trade, but there's also the factor that they also hold the 34th overall pick. Right. So, I mean, there, there's there's that there, too. So, we got a lot to get to with the draft. Chuck Esposito is going to be with us. We also got to get to the most dramatic NBA game potentially of all time later tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, uh, there's still plenty of time, um, about, what, three hours and 45 minutes or so, till the first round of the draft begins. VEASAN NFL Draft Betting Guide has mock drafts analysis for every NFL team. Odds, best bets for the first round of more. The VEASAN NFL Draft Betting Guide today for only 10 bucks. Go to VEASAN.com slash draft. And uh, if you're lucky enough to be in a jurisdiction with DraftKings that offers in-game wagering yeah. on the NFL Draft, still, of course, plenty, plenty of time for you to get in on the NFL Draft Guide. Not out here. We actually ten states. DraftKings offering uh, in-game wagering on the first round tonight in 10 states. Yesterday I was uh I got I was lucky enough to do a local TV hit for Kansas City TV station. Yeah, you were lucky, huh? Yeah, I was lucky. Uh, yeah. it's, it's an honor. Uh, anytime somebody wants my opinion on something, I think it's uh, an honor. <laughs> um, and they were like, "Wow, you know, this is kind of like the draft capital betting and all that stuff." I was like, "Ooh, yeah, pump the brakes on the betting thing." Actually, um, they got to take those down in four hours. So. <laughs> kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. Anyway, yeah. let me move on. The NBA. The the NBA really they didn't screw up, Matt. But how unlucky could the NBA get that their most dramatic, theater-worthy first-round matchup, game, game six for Toronto and Philadelphia. Goes up against the yep. NFL draft. And it starts an hour before, but still, well, it goes head-to-head head with it. This is the most dramatic game until game seven, if the Raptors oh. win tonight. But, yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. But just the how, – How big is that game seven going to be? Because it could I, be the first time in NBA history we see this happen. But from a betting perspective, it would help me out a lot, to you know, for that, to, for that game seven right. to happen. Um, but you're right. Just the theater, the drama, oh, it's going to be incredible. But today's going to be great. You lose two consecutive games. We know what happened in game three. Somewhat lucky to win that game, the Philadelphia 76ers were, uh, to take that 3-0 series lead. But you've lost two straight. Now you come into this one – and you are one and a half point favorites on the road. It would is going to be, I'm going to use the cliche, dare we say, a hornet's nest over in Toronto. It's going to be an absolutely electric atmosphere. And what I think is so interesting about this matchup is, and I wrote about this today, the Raptors have started to play their game. And that is not good for mm-hmm. the Philadelphia 76ers. If you look over the last three games, Toronto has held Philly to 102.4 points per 100 possessions. Transition, the first two games of the series, the 76ers, plus 11.9 points per 100 possessions through their transition offense and an offensive rating of 192.3. It was incredible what they were able to, do, uh, able to do in transition through the first two games. The last three, the 76ers have actually lost 0.4 points per 100 possessions playing in transition, and they've averaged just one point per play. In transition, the Raptors have completely shut down their transition game. And on the flip side, they're forcing turnovers. They're getting out and running. They're exa- they're playing exactly how they want to. The Toronto Raptors. And I like outside of the history of Doc Rivers and his terrible Orlando Magic team that was lucky to be up three one. His words, <laughs> not mine. Um, this is, I think, kind of a big deal because statistically and game plan wise, the Raptors are doing what I kind of expected them to do when I bet them at plus one sixty five right. to win the series. Well, of course, but they've had uh, Scotty Barnes and Fred Van Vliet yep. in and out of the lineup, so the Raptors have not been – they've not had a complete puzzle to work with in the series. Do you give more credit to Nick Nurse for defensive adjustments here, or do you think uh, Doc Rivers is not adjusting on his, on his end? Because when you get into a series, it is all about adjustments. You're making adjustments game by game by game, and the better coaches – are obviously uh, going to make the better adjustments in a longer series. I think, I, like, as much as I would love to clown on Doc Rivers, I think this series has been a little bit more about the health of Toronto and what Nick Nurse has done. Like, even go back to the last game of Philadelphia, like, one of the brilliant, and it's, like, it's low-key brilliant. How many times when Matisse Thibault was out there, were the Raptors like, eh, 
Like, just go stand over there. We're not going to, we're playing five on four right now. Right. Because offensively, you are nothing to us. And defensively, you're very good. But if we're getting rebounds and running, well, we kind of negate your ability to be a really good perimeter defender because we're not going to be playing in half court sets. So I think what Nick Nurse has done in terms of like the adjustments, the way they're attacking them, and to a certain extent, to give Doc Rivers some credit. Like, how much do you blame him for James Harden over the last two games shooting 32% from the floor, only taking seven attempts in the restricted area? Right. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I always think there's uh, there's plenty of blame to go around. When things go wrong, it's usually not just one person's fault. Right. Uh, and, you know, Doc Rivers is going to take a majority of the blame. And, hey, he deserves some of the blame of for the, some of those playoff collapses in the past. And he's going to get a ton of it if the, if the Sixers collapse here. But James Harden is not the same player. And when you look at Harden and his deficiencies in this series, I think you have to put a lot of that on Daryl Morey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he wanted them. Don't just point at Doc Rivers. you got to point at Daryl Morey. And, and and you talk about adjustments. Like in the first few games, for some reason, they were really scared of Harden. Like if he caught the ball, they right, would send an right, extra defender right. or do something, try to get the ball out of his hands. It seemed that the Raptors kind of realized like, oh, he's, he's kind of slow and chubby. Like we, we don't really have to do that. We've got a bunch of six, seven dudes who can just guard him one-on-one. And that's fine. Right. And, and that's happened. And the other big difference, too, is Tyrese Maxey, he went from incredible to, over the last three games, 14 points on 38% shooting. Well, that's the true, too. Maxie was great in the first yep. couple of games. It was the reason why yeah. they, were, they were running them out. So I just think, like, the way I put it in the column today, like, I'm already invested in the series. I really want uh, this, this thing to go to game seven. So even in-game, if the Raptors go up uh, in game seven, I can get a plus price on Philadelphia and, and find my way out of it or hedge or whatever it is. But I, I do think t- Toronto's winning this game today. I think they, they're what they're doing defensively is working. I think the way that they have been playing in transition. Also, we should talk about the fact that Joel Embiid is dealing with a torn ligament in his hand. Mm-hmm. And I think there is something. There's been think pieces out there that say the shot is not the same with well, the injury to his hand. That it, makes sense. I don't right? know if you've ever had a torn ligament in your hand. I have. There's no way you can expect yeah. to shoot the ball uh, the same way you were previously. I would, so, I would assume. I mean, I, I've never I, had a torn ligament in my hand. So but. the Sixers... They got some issues here, and not just uh, trying to get out of this series. When they get into the next round, it's going to be against Miami Heat, right? If they do, if they get in, out of the series in the next round, they got some big issues going forwards. What would you, by the way? Okay, so the way I'm going to bet tonight's game is I'm going to play the Raptors, but I'm not taking a one and a half before the game. Going to live bet this. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be able to get at least three and a half or more yeah. live, and I'll grab that with the Raptors. Uh, but what would you make a series price if it's Sixers Heat? Oh, I'm terrible at making series prices, but I will say Miami. They it, Philly wins this game, wins in six. I feel well, like Philly it wins in six or seven. I feel like it does matter if they win in six or seven. It's not going to be a huge difference it's in the price. So. Ma- but I'll say Heat minus one seventy-five. Okay, I was thinking two dollars okay. to two twenty-five somewhere in that range. Yeah, okay. so. I mean, that would put you in the same range like, uh, well, for example, Boston, one of the first series prices, I know that the Westgate was going to open minus 200. One of the first prices we saw that was minus 175, right. like minus 190 at DraftKings. So just using that as kind of a barometer. And that's Boston against Milwaukee without Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. I feel like heat minus like 175 or so would probably wow. be a little bit fair. Huh. Yeah, that's another thing we haven't talked about. Yeah. Chris Middleton out for the second round yep, for the Bucks. That was I was actually going to bring that up to this um, because that was a report from Adrian Rodzernowski yesterday. Uh, that they're probably Milwaukee going to have to get through the series. Sorry, I said his name. All right, don't say his Sorry, name. I don't say his, his name, name on this show anymore. Just say a report from ESPN's NBA. Malika Andrews was right. talking to somebody okay. on ESPN's okay. NBA today, uh, and um, that somebody said that, yeah, they're probably looking at a second-round series without Chris Middleton with this sprained MCL. And that's a pretty big deal mm-hmm. because if you – and I, um, I talked about this on the latest edition of the podcast, the Harvard Handicappers. You can go up there. It's, it's up right now. Um, where if you look at the lineups that they've been playing with Milwaukee, they actually didn't play together. They're starting five. They used each of the last three games, didn't play together in the regular season. So it's kind of good that you get to break it in against Chicago, but it's not really like a good ball handling guy, like group that they think they had, to, they had an assist rate of under 50%, which is not right. very good. Assist to turnover rate of 1.4, uh, which is not very good. And that's against Chicago. Right. What happens when you're facing the Celtics, who've got Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown, Al Horford, who can switch everything. Robert Williams is healthy now. Uh, they're going to be up against it without Chris Middleton in a really big way. Yeah, I think so too. And you've got a ticket on the Sixer, or excuse me, on the Celtics at sixty-six to one, 66 right? Sixty-six to one. Got to like where you sit with that I, right I, now. I, I have to admit, I do. I yeah. think the Celtics. Like I said, I've watched this team. Like the more you watch them, it's hard not to be impressed with Boston. Yeah, you know, I, I was. I expected them to beat Brooklyn, but did you make that them, bet before the All Star break or after? I have to go back and look because I did a podcast on it and we talked. I talked about it there. So I think it was 
I want to say it was January, so right before the All-Star break. It was when they were making that turn. They they started really turning out some wins defensively. Thought it was worth it. So, Well, they've been the best team in the association since the All-Star break. Yep. Really on both ends of the floor. I saw last night on uh, – NBA on TNT, Ernie Johnson had a prediction he had to take off the wall. Remember they make yeah, guarantees? Yeah, I saw, I, I saw that. that. Yes. Ernie had the Bulls in the Eastern Conference Finals. That was a prediction he made in December. Oh, so I was watching on mute. So that was that was Johnson's prediction? That was not, his okay, prediction. All right. That was his prediction. So, well, you know, at that point, the Bulls actually looked like they had a lot of promise. Man, the Bucks put them away without uh, any problem in four of the five games in that series. Yep, and without one of their better players. Yeah, Chris without Middleton. So it speaks to the gap that was between them. Uh, and the other two games, we do have two others today. Uh, Phoenix and New Orleans, Suns, two-point favorites on the road with a total of 214.5. And Dallas, uh, depending on where you shop, about a one-point favorite or pick with a total of 210. Now, I- I'm involved in the Dallas game, but it was just a number grab. I've got Utah plus 2.5 in that game, and we'll see where the market goes. Donovan Mitchell is going to play. Uh, it's weird how the market works sometimes. If Donovan Mitchell, it's announced that he's available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes to Dallas 1 in some spots. But... Two games ago, it's announced that Luka Doncic wasn't going to play. It goes to eight and a half in favor of Utah yeah, was, at home. It's just weird the way the strange. market handles news sometimes, you know? I think a lot of people are just down on the jazz right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially after the blowout loss in Dallas in the previous game. And Donovan Mitchell scoring nine points, having four turnovers, shooting 0 for 7 from three. And you know, the jazz shot, what, three for 30 from three-point range in, this ga- in that yeah. game? So I, I think it's more of a probably an accumulation of bets on the Mavericks side because a lot of people are just saying, hey, it's time to fade to Jazz. This team's cooked. How about this stat? Mm-hmm. Jazz averaging 28.8 three-point attempts per game in this series. The Mavericks are shooting 21.6 wide-open three-point attempts Ooh. per game in this series. That, so that's that, a lot of wide-open three-point yeah, attempts. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we have more on the NFL Draft with Chuck Esposito of Red Rock. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. All right, folks, our conversation with Chuck Esposito brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. If you want a real fresh start, take the Zinn 10 Challenge. Switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zinn Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Your fresh start's here. Take the Zinn 10 Challenge today at ZYN.com slash 10. Zinn Nicotine Pouches only for adults 21 or older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, can we do this now? What do you want? Let's reveal the JVT mock draft top 10. Oh, Chuck? We'll get Chuck's reaction, and uh, I'll react to it as well. And uh, let's bring in Chuck right now. Chuck Esposito, Sportsbook Director out at Red Rock, who's hosting a big draft party tonight, Chuck. What's on tap at the Red Rock? JVT and I are going to stop by. We're looking forward to seeing you guys. Just wanted to give guests an opportunity to kind of come out and have some fun and, and watch the draft. We know that there's over a million people in town and so much hype around the draft that it's a fun draft party. Um, coach Mike Tice used to coach the Vikings, uh, was on the Raiders staff for a while. Ex-Pro Bowler Corey Chavis, myself and Jason will be hosting a lot of cool giveaways. Um, we want it to be interactive for the guests, and we'll be giving away the draft caps as well tonight uh, when teams are on the clock. So just wanted to give guests an opportunity to come out to Red Rock tonight and, and have some fun at our watch party. Uh, I got to be s- out there. Best best draft party in town, always thrown by Chuck Esposito. Uh, I got uh, a size 8 fitted for the head, Chuck, so let's, uh, let's make sure <laughs> we got some hey, Hope you win. <laughs> hey, Chuck, uh, before we get to uh, JVT's mock top 10, which we're going to let you react to, How's draft betting been? Because you're one of the guys who's most aggressive about putting up props in town uh, when a lot of books are really hesitant to do this. What's draft betting been like at Station Casinos? It's actually been phenomenal, Matt. Um, You're right about being aggressive with it. And, you know, unfortunately, we don't always do well to these. Um, I can tell you we probably lost more times than we won. Um, It's not something that's necessarily decided on the field of play. There's so much information out there and mocks and information on Twitter. We're in a social media era. But with the draft being in Vegas and such a big deal that it's become um, on TV and all the specials and the mocks and the spectacle here, um, we wanted to make sure that we put as much stuff up as we could. And almost daily for the last two weeks, we were adding something. If it was uh, the number of trades, if it was where the local kid, Daniel Bellinger, you know, his, his draft position would be anything that we could kind of add to the board to give the guests something that they're not only yelling or screaming about their favorite team tonight, but they're also betting about it. Uh, we thought it would be fun to add that aspect as well. 
All right, you guys ready for this? I'm ready. All right, starting with the first pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars and Jonathan Von Tobel's mock draft. Uh, only 10 picks, not 32. Select Trayvon Walker. Okay. It's all right. That's It's set in stone Ooh. pretty much. Yeah, okay, yeah, Trayvon Walker's going to be there. Now, this is where it gets spicy. It gets mixed up. Draft starts stuff. at number two. So starts at number two. And the Detroit Lions go with the obvious selection here. Kayvon Thibodeau out of the out of Oregon, the defensive end. <laughs> Missed me with the nonsense about taking the hometown kid. Doesn't matter. If he's good, he's going to be a face of the franchise. Kayvon Thibodeau's been awesome. He's going to be fantastic. And by the way, there's a treasure trove of information connecting him to the Detroit Lions. You know what's well. interesting about this? At one point, Aiden Hutchinson was minus 500 at some books to be the first pick. That's right. Now you've got to nah, drop him at number four. Right. He's sliding. He's yeah. sliding. Because at number three. I still think he should be the first pick, guys. Yeah. Or an offensive lineman. Personal opinion for Jacksonville, not Walker. The T-Rex arms don't bother you, huh? You know, it's one good year on a phenomenal defense that was one of the best defenses in college football over the last decade. Um, you know, it reminds me a little bit of, not that he's not a talented kid and can't go from side to side, but Mamula was that workout warrior, and he shot up draft boards the day of. He wasn't even in any of these top draft gurus, top 10, uh, until like 72 hours ago. So, to me, it's just a stunner that this has happened. But it is the Jags, and they paid Christian Kirk almost $25 million a year uh, to be their next stud-wide receiver. So, uh, take it for what it is, but I think it should be Hutchinson or an offensive lineman. So, number three, uh, the connection's been made multiple times. We go with the obvious choice here. Houston Texans are going to uh, select Derek Stingley, Jr., put it out there, uh, for the Houston Texans. So, then we get to number four. Uh, first cornerback off the board, Derek Stingley. Yep. It was plus 250 to be the first corner. So we're going to go a little chalky there. But then at number four, uh, the New York Jets are going to look around and go, hey, we, we need an edge rusher, and we got Aiden Hutchinson sitting right now. Uh, I'll take it. So Aiden Hutchinson falls to number four uh, for the New York Jets. And then the New York Giants, who pick at number five, will pick up the first offensive lineman off the board. Ike Iguanu will go. Ike Iguanu will go mm-hmm. off of the board there for the New York Giants at number five. At number six, yeah, again, we're not going quarterback. Uh, the uh, Carolina Panthers have a lot of needs. They will shore up their own offensive line, go with Charles Cross at number six, which brings us back to the New York Giants at number seven. I'm a gardener. It's going to fit a need there for the New York Giants. Giants will snatch that up and be able to improve on both ends of the ball. So the New York Giants go there at number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need a pass rush. And this guy allegedly rising up boards. Jermaine Johnson's going to go at number eight to the Atlanta Falcons. In my mock draft at number nine. I could see that the Seattle Seahawks sitting back and going, Hey, we need offensive line help. We got a quarterback that maybe we'll try out this year, but we're not really going to be that competitive. And Evan Neal might be the best guy in this draft. That offensive line. Let's he take him. Six, seven, three forty, and yep. he's a great athlete. So at number nine, Evan Neal falls in the laps of the Seattle Seahawks, and then at number ten, the Jets make out like bandits. I believe in my mock because they get Aiden Hutchinson at number four and Garrett Wilson at number ten. To okay, Pat. Chuck, so, what do you think of JVT's top ten? Um, I think it's okay. You know, mine's <laughs> a little bit different, but you know, I, I think they're all different, and that's what makes it fun, guys. Um, I, I really think that, you know, hey, we don't know how teams have these guys rated. Right. Again, it's all what we're reading on Twitter and what information that's out there. But, um, you know, if he's right, he's right. But I think at this point, it'll be interesting to see how the top ten kind of kind of falls. And if one of the wide receivers who isn't reporting, if it's Debo or, or Terry McLaren or DJ, DK Metcalf or A.J. Brown, if, if they get dealt, could that shake up the top ten as well? So, obviously, in the top 10, Chuck, and I mentioned it, uh, miss me with the quarterback stuff. It does seem like none of these quarterbacks are going to be potentially going uh, in the top 19. We'll see if that's going to be the case. You over at Stations uh, a while ago had hung up a three in terms of quarterbacks selected in the first round. Where did you end up by the time they came off the board? It was three, and it was juiced a little bit towards the, the over JVT. Um, I think if you asked me if, it, if I thought there was a better chance it would be two or four, I would go with two which is kind of unbelievable and you know in, in a quarterback driven league like this is and so many teams that need quarterbacks um, but I think it's going to be Pickett and, and uh, Malik Willis I don't know in what order um, I think if Carolina can move back and gain a few assets I do think they would target a quarterback in the first round but probably not at 6 um, but I think 3 is kind of a decent number just because of the fifth year option I th- I could see somebody late in the first round trading back or Detroit with the last pick in the first round, maybe grabbing Ritter or somebody else kind of trading up in the third or the first round uh, to grab Ritter and have that fifth-year option. I'd like to see somebody hit uh, a perfect 10-leg parlay predicting the top 10 in tonight's draft. It's right there. Okay. What would be the odds on that <laughs> that you could hit uh, the, top, the top 10 in this draft uh, perfectly? It was going to be very difficult to do. I think in the last 20 or so years, Chuck, I don't think I've seen a top 10 more unpredictable than this in terms of uh, what order the players are going to go in. I want to ask you, 
as a bookmaker, do you think that could work into your favor that this draft is more unpredictable, more volatile? Are you a little bit more optimistic that you might have a chance to win on this draft? Or what, what's your sense as you go into the first round tonight? I am, Matt, but, you know, with, with the draft, it's you get a lot of um, guests that will bet, you know, the, the 10 or $20 to have some fun. Most of all, the limit plays are more sophisticated play, mm-hmm. and these guys are definitely following it like we're following it. Um, they know that we're in an information era. There's a lot of information out there. Uh, we're trying to adjust adjust as quickly as we can on the fly. Um, I'd love it to see us, you know, do well in the draft tonight. But um, you know, if if uh, if Walker goes number one, it's going to be an uphill battle, boys. Well, what what props are you rooting against tonight? Are, are there somewhere you have significant liability, and you say definitely, I don't need this to happen? I think it's more player props than anything else, Matt. That we saw. Um, you know, guys kind of targeting uh, certain players of where their draft stock would be. Um, we've seen, you know, a, a Stingley um, with a lot of interest. We had him at 12 and a half. A lot of people coming in on the under uh, with Stingley. Jermaine Johnson at 11 and a half. A lot of people coming in the under there. Um, so a lot of the player props is where, um, you know, we have some liability going into it right now, including number one. Overall, the rest of the props kind of generated good uh, kind of two-way action across the board. How many props do you have up right now, Chuck? Because you, you could leave some up. You didn't have to take everything down at 5 o'clock last night. Do you just have a, a handful still up? Yeah, just a handful now, Matt. All the ones that involved the player came down at 5 last night. Um, the total amount of trades is still on the board. Um, there's a dozen teams that will they take an offensive or defensive player is still on the board. How many players will be selected from certain conferences is still on the board. But anything that pertains just to a player, a player, his draft status, would he go to a certain team, um, anything that was player-oriented is off the board right now. Hey, Chuck, we got our last 60 seconds. What were the conversations like behind the scene for you? You were one of the more aggressive uh, operations out here in Vegas to hang a lot of stuff. Did you have to do a lot of convincing? No, not really. Again, it, this is a huge event out here, guys. If it was, you know, putting Formula One up first or putting odds on the Knights before they even had a nickname on, you know, what their first game would be, we always want to be, you know, kind of out front and aggressive with this stuff. We know there's some volatility in the draft, but it is a huge event out here. It's in Vegas. Um, we see a million people are going to be in town. We wanted to put this stuff up, and uh, hopefully it works out in our favor. Chuck Esposito, Red Rock Casino out there. That's where we're going to go. Red Rock Station is awesome. One of my favorite ones out there. I used to work there, too. Chuck, we'll see you later tonight, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Sounds great. Thanks. Yeah, anytime you're out there, if you go out there and you go to the food court right across, the Starbucks right there overlooking the sports book, uh-huh. that was my neck of the woods, baby. You were a barista I was. at Starbucks. Ran that yeah, you didn't take any crap from the old-timers. No, I got plenty of stories for you if you'd like. All right, we'll come back, <laughs> wrap it up, best bets of work. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect Victory Challenge sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of 45000 in total cash and prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon now to join the action. Verizon America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. Again, that's $45,000 in total cash prizes. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, last few minutes, three hours, 14 minutes, 51 seconds until the NFL draft begins. So, an exciting day. I am excited. I like the draft. I like team building. I like the way to see, to see the way that these teams handle certain things. And uh, I love the draft. I'll watch every pick of this draft. No joke. Yeah. Well, I know that. I'll be there, baby. All right. Uh, best bets. Ties into a game we haven't touched on yet. Pelicans catching two and a half against the Suns. Let's talk about this one, Matt. Um, so, I took a stab with the uh, Pelicans uh, in the last game, if you remember, a plus six and a half. Didn't get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I, I wrote in the column today, it was like, it didn't get there, but I got Mikhail Bridges dropping 31 points on, what was it, 12 of 17 shooting. He was perfect from three-point range. CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram combined for 43 points on 14 of 40 shooting. Just wasn't mm-hmm. a very good day for New Orleans. Um, but I think when you look at this overall, the thing that really bothers you about Phoenix still moving forward, um, the bench Tuesday going into the win on Tuesday night, averaged only 26 points per game. A vast majority of that, by the way, was JaVale McGee, who over the last three games has scored 28 points on 15 and 19 shooting. Right. JaVale McGee's been awesome, but they've gotten zero bench production from anybody else. They still have, I think, trouble uh, with these small ball lineups. It's one game in which it's performed poorly, and that was when Larry Nance was on the floor. They were outscored by 10, and I mentioned Brandon, uh, Brandon Ingram and CJ McCulling having poor nights. I still think when you bring this back on the road, Asking a bench that is very limited in the offensive production to do it, actually just do it, because Mikael Bridges is the one that bailed you out last time. Out. Right. I just don't think that we have seen anything from an improvement standpoint that would make you think, now that you're back on the road against New Orleans, things have been changed and fixed for you here. I think the Pelicans are still going to be very competitive. I think you're going to get a better night out of Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum back at home in a more comfortable environment. Took two and a half there with the New Orleans Pelicans. Today. I think the home dogs are live tonight, talking about the Raptors and the Pelicans. Yep. Uh, not so much the Utah Jazz, huh? I don't like the jazz, no. <laughs> uh, but that's it for today. And then of course, as we mentioned, uh, when they were down yeah. three, nothing, it was there. And when they're <laughs> down three, two, it's there. Raptors over 76ers plus plus one sixty five. still live, baby. All got. right. That's it. that's it. How many draft bets you got? I didn't have that many. I think about four total. One of those being like Kayvon Thibodeau under three and a half uh, at a, at a good plus price, the under three and a half quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on there, I've got uh, over on Garrett Wilson eight and a half. I think it's up to like nine. Last time I looked, that was up to nine and a half. Okay. Um, and there was one that I am forgetting that I do not. Yeah, that Garrett Wilson prop. You're only going to lose that if the Falcons take him right. at number eight. And as I've told you, like I think I don't think that's going to be the case. They get a lot more needs. So that's really what I'm betting on is are the Falcons going to draft him? Yes or no? And I oh, think no. I hear you. Actually, I, I, the first two props I bet are the the two props I like the most. I think it's wide receivers in, in the first round over five and a half at minus 165 and quarterbacks in the first round under three and a half at minus 175. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be really surprised if you only get five wide receivers. I'll be stunned if you get four quarterbacks in the first round. I know a lot of NFL GMs do desperate and dumb things, but yeah, I just can't see four quarterbacks going off the board tonight. So in addition, quick rundown, all these are on the v email as well, and I put them up on Twitter. Aiden Hutchinson to be the number two pick. At plus 220, Kenny Pickett over 10.5, minus 185. Ahmad Gardner under 7.5, minus $2. Uh, those are the first five. We've got at least 20 of them here. Derek Stingley under 11.5, minus 150. By the way, I also bet Stingley under 8.5 at even money. Uh, Stingley, first corner, plus 250. Stingley to be the number two pick, 30 to 1. To be the number three pick at 100 to 1. George Karloftis. Over 18.5 minus 130. Drake London over 10.5 minus 110. Now, London right there, he could go 8 to the Falcons. He could go 10 to the Jets. I don't think he's going top 10, but that's one I'll be a little bit nervous on on those 8th and 10th picks tonight. Jamison Williams, the Alabama receiver, under 13.5 minus 120. Christian Watson, North Dakota State receiver, under 38.5 plus 115. Watson drafted before George Pickens of Georgia. 
I might be on the wrong side of that one. I know there's been a lot of sharp money on Pickens. And a lot of uh, mock drafts have Pickens moving up into late first round, which really surprises me. Christian Watson from North Dakota State, 6'4", runs a sub 4'4". Uh, it just that surprises me that he's not going to be a first-round pick. I've watched his workouts, too. I think he's uh, got the chance to be a star. Tyler Linderbaum, Iowa offensive lineman, under 28.5, minus 110. I'm a little bit iffy on that one right now. Saints to draft Malik Willis. Just took a shot at 9-1. to I uh, got a few more here. Malik Willis drafted before Kenny Pickett, minus 160. Corral before Ritter. Uh, we got Matt Corral going before Desmond Ritter at minus 104. Lewis Sign from Georgia, under 35.5, minus 110. Quay Walker from Georgia, under 39.5, plus 105. And Carson Strong, Nevada quarterback, under 122.5, minus 115. Jimmy V, what's up? <laughs> he likes younger, faster athletes. <laughs> uh, by the way, I found my uh, the other one that I had Malik Willis over uh, over at the uh, circuit was fifteen and a half, but a minus one hundred five price. You know, I looked at that one as well because it seems like unless a team gets a little bit antsy and trades up, the Willis is going to go six between sixteen and twenty. I yeah. think it it seems very like it, it's honestly it seems very likely that the Steelers are going to be able to pull a Patriots. Like if if the rumors are true that they really like Willis, uh-huh. they might be able to just sit back and get him at twenty. Right, they, like he might just fall right into their lap if that's going to be the case. Because there's a strong there's a strong argument to be made that the Saints want to use their first round picks on beefing up that roster. Yeah, I don't like we think the, about. I don't think the Saints need a quarterback. Yeah. they don't need a quarterback. But you know, with the, when they have two picks like that, if Willis falls into their lap, they might take him. Right, and uh, the Steelers are hoping he falls to twenty, just like Mac Jones fell to the Patriots at number fifteen mm-hmm. last year. And uh, by the way, one other draft prop I did bet, but that number got away. I bet Aiden Hutchinson over one and a half. So basically not to be the number one pick, but I yeah. laid 250 for a pretty big bet. I was never convinced he should be the number one pick. Mm-hmm. And then when the information came out to Trent Baalke, the Jags didn't like him. I went ahead and laid that price yeah. as well. By the way, so well, you know what's going to burn me on that Malik Willis thing. What's that? Uh, it's uh, at 15, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to trade back to the Steelers, and they're going to they're going to draft. I think that could happen. Yeah, that's why I end up I, I end up not betting that. I'm also a little bit afraid of the Seahawks taking Malik Willis. I, the more I have read, the more how the less you fear move? I have. I know, yeah, but how, how can you move forward with Drew Locke as your quarterback? Well, because I, I think the thought is it like the same with these other teams. It just I think there's if you're smart, you realize where you're at as a team, and you're uh-huh. like, let's you build assets, you acquire assets as opposed to trying to force the issue by overdrafting a guy at night. Would you tank? Would you tank next season so you could get Bryce Young as a top pick? That would be the top selection at this Alabama point. Alabama right quarterback? Now, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. That could, that could change by next year at this time. But I mean, I mean, that's what you're doing if you're Seattle, though, right? I mean, that's a deeper quarterback class by all accounts. Right. We'll see if that's actually going to be the case. Um, but, yeah, if you're Seattle, take a top-tier offensive lineman there at number nine, which is uh-huh. a, it's a very more, like, in my top ten. They got Evan Neal. You get that, you move on with what you have, you finish again in the top 10-ish with a first-round pick next year, and you go from there. You know, one thing I've got to decide here before the draft, I want to maybe hedge a little bit on this wide receiver prop, but I don't want to say hedge. I'm more. I'm taking a middle shot. I really feel confident it's going to be six wide receivers, and there's a prop out there, six and a half, since I played over five, five and a half, half, would you play under six and a half for some? Yeah. It's going to – It's. I think seven receivers is a stretch. Yeah. I think it's going to be six. I, well, I was reading a report the other day. Uh, don't be surprised. Like a lot of people, because of what's been going on with Green Bay, uh-huh. think that like, hey, you know what? There are cents to grab a wide receiver with one of these, they these first round to. picks. They have to do it. Uh, but I, I have I have read reports uh, that would say don't don't assume that it's the case. <laughs> Got to do it. Well, so I will um, throw this out there too. If I were picking late in the first round, I'm not sure I would go after a receiver because there, there are plenty of really good receivers available in the second and third rounds. I'm, and that's the fact, case for Green Bay not to do it. Where was Devontae Adams drafted? Right. Second, second round, round yep. number fifty I think number fifty three, mm-hmm. right? So and that's the you don't case have to it. jump in the first round at a receiver. I I've, I looked at the list. And I think there are five or six really good receivers you're gonna get in the second or third round of this draft, yep. maybe more. Yep. And uh, remember, too, Green Bay's got 53, and while that might not seem like a, a great pick, I mean, 53, you can move up from there. You can do some stuff in right. terms of trading up in the second round if you want one of those receivers. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be set on uh, the Green Bay Packers doing that, too. And going back to the Seattle conversation about drafting a quarterback at, like, number nine, um, they do have picks 40 and 41. 
So if you're talking about mm-hmm. the teams that could trade back in or trade up at the top of the second, Seattle fits that bill. Absolutely. Yeah. So they could, they've got a lot of mobility. I don't think it's going to be quarterback. I kind of feel like the Seahawks are hoping to get Matt Corral in the second round. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to slide that far. But you know who I kind of like? Who I think is a sleeper uh, quarterback prospect? You have Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky. He's not very big, mm-hmm. but if you watched him, he's got a live arm. He's a smart kid, and uh, – I think he'd be maybe a Taylor Henneke type, but he he's a, yeah. be a really good number two type of quarterback. That would I'd like to draft in the third round if I were a GM. Any baseball plays for you tonight? Uh, no, I didn't have anything in baseball okay. today. It's all been NBA and getting ready for the NFL draft. Although, uh, uh, yes, Angels, look at this, turning it around. Huh? They're getting to beat up on the Cleveland Guardians, your favorite mascot. All right, we're all done. Uh, my guys in the desert coming up next to take you, of course, all the way through. And we got our draft cast later today, too. Check that out. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.